This is a Retail Insider Podcast. You're listening to a special edition. Welcome to the Retail Insider Podcast. I'm Craig Patterson, Editor-in-Chief of Retail Insider, and we're joined here today with Alan Ulsifer. He's the CEO of FYI Doctors. Welcome, Alan. Uh, thank you, Craig. Thanks for having me. Tell us a little bit about uh, FYI Doctors, uh, including uh, its uh, current retail footprint. Uh, sure. So uh, FYI Doctors started in uh, 2008, and we've grown uh, the eye care business up to uh, over 270 locations uh, throughout the country. Um, we're a bit unique in that we also uh, have our own manufacturing and distribution facilities. So we're um, manufacturing our lenses with uh, some key optical partners. Um, yeah, and we provide eye exams, contact lenses, eyewear uh, across the country. Terrific. Now, the company is has recently made a acquisition um, or, or is it expanding, as we say, with medical uh, aesthetics. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, medical sex uh, came to us a little bit by accident. Um, you know, in my journey with FYI, I've talked to a lot of entrepreneurs uh, over the years that look to start um, something similar. And I've always been happy to provide a, uh, advice. And, you know, I thought over the years, you know, we built significant infrastructure in FYI doctors. I mean, we have over 550 optometrists in the group, all these locations. So a significant investment had been made. And I always thought if the right business uh, with the right kind of DNA, a business that's, you know, focused on enhancing life, where we're bringing doctors together for the better, betterment of patient care together that, you know, we might be able to work with another group and create another, um, you know, what I'll call a roll up or vertical. And, you know, incident, you know, funny as it was, I thought I was meeting a dentist. Uh, and I met, uh, you know, Jason McWhorter and realized, no, I'm not meeting a dentist. I'm meeting, you know, a medical doctor that um, has three medical aesthetics clinics and, you know, a vision for doing something similar to what we had done uh, in FYI doctors over the years. So, uh, you know, got to talking to him and our meeting turned into five hours. And just over the next course of uh, a few months, we said, look at why don't we join forces? Uh, versus go separately. And, you know, we found the DNA, uh, medical aesthetics, enhancing life, uh, making people feel good about uh, themselves and, and the changing nature of how people feel about, you know, this kind of care made it uh, a no brainer for us to work together. So, um, so that was the idea, you know, we, we did uh, um, brought in Jason and his three clinics and then COVID hit and, uh, you know, sort of slow down deals, but uh, we now have uh, around 15 clinics and another 36 uh, at various stages of diligence. So um, it's growing much faster than um, we expected. And it's, it's just a really great business and opportunity from a brand architecture, you know, landscape perspective. Um, so, so very exciting for us. Excellent. What kind of services are being offered uh, in terms of medical aesthetics? Well, there's really four key buckets. Uh, one would be the injectables uh, and fillers. So, you know, things like Botox fillers, um, you know, just, uh, you know, manage wrinkles, um, look contour the face. Uh, the next uh, segment would be lasers and, and lasers have come such a long way. There's so, so many types 
uh, of lasers. So resurfacing, you know, skin, you know, um, removal of blemishes, you know, all those kinds of things. Um, third would be more the retail product. Um, so, you know, um, lotions, uh, treatments of the skin, um, you know, all kinds of things, uh, eye whitening, you know, kind of products. Uh, um, so, and then the fourth would be, um, you know, body sculpting. So uh, the most common kind of name would be cool sculpting, but there's other procedures and platforms and technologies that, you know, really can help people contour, you know, their body in ways that just weren't available in the past. So, so those are the key services, um, non-surgical uh, at this point. So these are all, you know, what we consider non-surgical, um, although some of the lasers, you know, uh, you could potentially argue that, uh, you know, um, they're a little bit more invasive than a typical, um, you know, laser procedure. And how does cool sculpting work? Is it sort of, does it, is it like sort of a fat loss type of thing or I've heard of it? It, it is. It's a non-surgical uh, method for basically um, freezing uh, fat cells. So um, there's a, a process and a technology where the fat cells are frozen externally. And basically the fat cells just uh, die off and shrivel and you know, are absorbed by the system. So you're removing those fat cells uh, without, you know, surgical intervention. Oh, that is so interesting. Now, the medical aesthetics, are these standalone clinics or would we see any sort of in, in conjunction with existing FYI locations? Um, these are all standalone clinics. Uh, we'll probably experiment with uh, joint clinics, you know, down the road. But these could be clinics where, you know, it's a, a dermatologist has a medical aesthetics uh, practice as well could be a plastic surgeon could be medical doctors um, our model is very um, medically driven so um, you know we feel medical oversight is absolutely critical especially as you know technology changes and you know the procedures get uh, more complex so uh, that's our model but um, again medical doctors of various types that are involved in this uh, type of um, care. Oh, that is so interesting. It's it's very much an expansion. Uh, and then obviously, you know, leases are being signed. Uh, uh, you know, there's there's a real estate element to having these physical locations. Uh, is there any sort of an idea how um, many of these could open or what this expansion could be? You mentioned there's 15 now and 36 in the in the works. Uh, do you have sort of a goal for a long term plan? Uh, well, it's it's funny. We did have a goal, uh, and six months into the year, uh, we've uh, already met that goal in terms of our growth. Uh, Predictions. So, you know, we think there's an opportunity to have uh, between 200 and 300 locations across the country. Wow. Um, and, um, you know, we do know the market is growing dramatically, you know, about uh, 11% per year and projected to be a $20 billion worldwide uh, industry by 2025. So, so we think there's certainly an opportunity to get you know, again, between two to 300 uh, clinics within the next five years. Interesting. In terms of locations, um, would these would would these be across Canada, would you say, in terms of a coast-to-coast -coast penetration? Uh, we're getting there. Uh, we're more Western-focused. Um, you know, we did our first uh, closing in Ontario, which was uh, in Kingston. So we're pretty excited about that. And we have several other deals 
uh, that bring us, you know, truly across the country, you know, into Quebec, more into Ontario and uh, the other provinces. So, yeah, so we're getting there. But the goal is uh, having a Canada-wide footprint, you know, as we do with uh, FY Doctors and affiliated brands. Excellent, excellent. And uh, let's jump back into FYI Doctors. Uh, um, how is it going in terms of, you know, location expansion? And, and obviously, physical locations is going to be important. You know, pe- certain things can be done online, but still having that physical experience is going to be important. It is. I mean, we've seen uh, in our industry that, you know, there is a growing, you know, online component, but it is a different kind of product. So, you know, we're seeing, you know, the successful uh, businesses are utilizing online as uh, just an extension of the brand, you know, to, you know, give patients choice. But um, there, there is a very high uh, interest in people touching and feeling and seeing the product on. Um, having said that, we've, you know, uh, expanded with virtual try-on technologies. Um, we're about to launch in September quite a sophisticated um, platform that I would describe as being in between, you know, true e-commerce and um, bricks and mortar. It's it's an experience where you can work with a, a licensed optician virtually and use virtual try-on technology to actually have a conversation do virtual measurement. So it's an in-between, you know, we call it, uh, you know, virtual personal shopper. Um, So we're excited to get that launched more formally. We did an abbreviated version of it uh, just immediately post-COVID and the close down. And uh, it was so um, liked, even though the technology wasn't uh, very good at that time. Uh, but we got enough feedback to say this is something we really have to do in a big way. So we're excited to get that off the ground. Oh, terrific. And uh, now in terms of the actual FYI retail locations, um, how is the expansion going? I know that the company was was growing quite quickly. Um, or is there any sort of a pipeline we're seeing as we move towards 2022 already? Yeah, so we're growing faster than ever. And, you know, the average week will have one or two deals for us. So, um, you know, we have about 125 um, deals in optometry in the pipeline. And uh, we finally, after, (laughs) uh, you know, several years of regulatory hurdles and, you know, challenges, uh, we'll be um, launching our first locations in the United States uh, in August. Excellent. Holy cow. So, and that'll be probably a pretty big expansion. I mean, the United States is almost 10 times the size of Canada. It is. It's it's uh, shocking. So, I mean, we're, we're doing the same kind of business where we're um, bringing optometrists. They, you know, they uh, receive equity in the parent company if that's what they want. Um, so it's a pretty unique model. And uh, yeah, so we've our, our bigger problem in the United States is how quickly can we bring practices in versus is there an opportunity? So I'm uh, pretty excited about that. We've had uh, over 30 deals waiting patiently while we got this regulatory uh, approval and it took much longer than we expected. Uh, But, you know, we have a nice pipeline ready to go uh, in the United States as well. Oh, terrific. Now, that'd be exciting to follow because, you know, again, it's a very large country. You know, there is competition there, but a Canadian company could come in. And the thing about FYI Doctors, I think it has really great branding and it kind of speaks to optometry. Like, Like, this is something that I think could resonate internationally. It's very unique in that it's, uh, you know, uh, optometrists, doctors started the, started the company, their shareholders in the company, 
you know, we've uh, that model now resonates in medical aesthetics. There are others doing roll-ups, but we're very unique. And, and so it is very appealing to the doctors. Um, and we have a track record, um, you know, of how we've treated, you know, our, our doctors and the culture in the organization that, you know, we can use as a reference point. Uh, again, that's, that's been very helpful in medical aesthetics and has certainly been helpful in the United States. Um, you know, it's funny, our, our brand is quite well known in the United States amongst optometrists. I've done, you know, multiple talks, uh, you know, with multiple groups in the U.S., uh, just because it is such a unique consolidation. Typically, you know, these consolidations are controlled, owned, you know, by private equity or they're publicly traded. So this is a, a, a unique one because it's a majority owned by the doctors in the business. Oh, that is interesting. And how did you get into um, the business in terms of, you know, moving up to be CEO of the company? Uh, well, you know, back in 2006, uh, I lived in uh, Grand Prairie, Alberta, where there was a lot of consolidation happening the days of the income trusts. And, you know, we had quite a large practice. I, uh, you know, uh, was a partner in the biggest practice in Canada. And I just thought, well, if all these other businesses can combine, you know, we have such a good business, it would make so much sense. So, so that was part of the thinking. And then secondly, um, a new manufacturing technique came into place for making lenses. So not only could we make them ourselves, but the technology led to much more personalized lenses, better optics. So uh, uh, we needed help and volume. So uh, I knocked on some doors of some friends that had bigger practices and uh, I said, hey, let's merge our practices together and create our own laboratory, uh, not thinking uh, they would say yes to it, uh, but they did. So so that was how I you know, uh, began the journey. And uh, I guess since it was my idea, uh, <laughs> you know, I was made uh, the CEO of the organization and uh, have been acting in that capacity ever since. Terrific, terrific. Now, Grand Prairie, I actually really like the city. I did a talk up there a few years ago, and, uh, you know, it's way northwest of Edmonton <laughs> in Alberta, for people who may not it be is. aware. Um, in terms of um, the Canadian involvement with Grand Prairie, um, it, it, there's still, you know, offices there, or tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so our practice uh, is still part of, uh, you know, FYI. So we had uh, several locations in and around the, the region, Peace River as well, high-level you know, Lacrete. Uh, so they're all part of the organization. Uh, arguably, they were the first practices uh, that began the acquisition process. So the uh, further practices were technically acquired through that company, which was changed from, you know, Northern Vision Center, it was called at the time to FYI Doctors. So, so yeah, uh, very much uh, a heritage uh, part of our, our organization. Uh, it really started in Grand Prairie, Alberta. Oh, terrific. I actually grew up in a town called Grand Center, which uh, was either really grand or a center. It's now part of the city of Cold Lake <laughs> So, in Alberta. I don't know if there's an FYI doctors in that in that uh, city now, but I haven't checked. Uh, we have one in Cold Lake. Yes, we do. Uh, okay. Quite a big, big clinic, actually. Excellent. Yeah. I'll have to go back and visit. It's been forever. <laughs> And uh, now in terms of um, the pandemic, uh, you know, obviously that disrupted a lot of things for a lot of businesses and people and, and pretty much everything. Um, was there any, you know, I guess, challenges and learnings that you found from the pandemic, uh, you know, as the world kind of accelerated with technology and whatnot? Yeah, I mean, I look back at the, the last uh, year and a half and think of the emotions. I mean, when your business is shut down. 
um, you know, we had to make a decision to completely shut down or provide emergency care. And we chose to continue to provide emergency care, which was okay, but it's not very economically feasible. And, you know, having 280, 290 locations paying rent, uh, you know, uh, you know, we went from having a pretty prosperous business to not knowing, you know, how long we would continue to go losing so much money on a monthly basis. So, um, so luckily, um, you know, it came back once we were reopened, you know, people came back because uh, and we found out how important eye care was, I guess, from a lessons perspective, I, I, I really, you know, learned a lot from our team, the people on the ground, you know, when not a lot was known about um, how this was spread, you know, people went to work and wanted to provide that care. So they, they stepped up for their communities. So it was just uh, amazing to see that. I think we as an organization, um, you know, our home office team felt we absolutely owed it to the organization to update them, give them information. And, you know, we at one point had two uh, webinars per day, you know, for the whole organization, providing updates on COVID, how we're going to manage things. So it actually built a bond in the organization. And, um, you know, we felt we felt it and that was confirmed Um you know, through our annual uh, employee engagement uh, survey, which, uh, believe it or not, went way up. It was pretty good before, but it went way up wow. uh, through the pandemic. So uh, so for me, I, I guess the big lesson is, um, you know, you learn what people are made of when times are tough. And, you know, feel pretty lucky to be part of uh, this group of people providing care and, you know, really learning the impact that, you know, eye care has on people's lives. Yeah. So it sounds like kind of this communication really actually brought people together, even if they weren't being brought together physically. But uh, that's probably important for businesses generally, would you say? Yeah, it, it, it was. And I mean, and it's not like we strategically said we were going to do. We just felt it was the right thing to do and wanted to help. And, you know, we heard stories from, you know, our staff of businesses that sent an email. There was no communication, nothing. And it, and it left a you know, it made them realize that, you know, we were doing something over and above what, um, you know, others um, were doing. So uh, the lesson is, you know, just over communicate, show people you care and, and you know, help them align to their sense of purpose and, uh, you know, be a purpose driven organization. So, um, again, feel lucky that we tick the boxes in that uh, area. And, and again, you know, the same story can be said in medical aesthetics, the same kind of uh, care was given and people stepping up. So, um, and shockingly, um, if we look at how optometry has come back post pandemic, it's been really good. Medical aesthetics is through the roof. And uh, I, I don't know if it's because people have been looking at themselves all day on Zoom. You know, maybe it's, uh, you know, just uh, treating themselves. I, I don't know. But uh, the numbers, you know, you know, as um, people are coming back, as this opens up or are crazy with uh, medical aesthetics. Goodness. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense, especially being on Zoom and having people see us. I've heard that there's even men want to get facelifts and whatnot, which wasn't something quite as common, you know, before. It, yeah, there's a, a UK study uh, that showed plastic surgery procedures uh, in the last six months are up 70%. Wow. And again, uh, big categories from a, uh, you know, from a male perspective as well. Holy cow. Do you see any other future synergies in terms of beyond medical aesthetics for FYI doctors? Um, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. I mean, you know, we, we are now calling uh, ourselves a, diversify, a diversified healthcare organization. 
So, yeah, so we do see an opportunity. We've worked hard to build an infrastructure that would support, you know, doctors working together. We believe we provide significant advantages for them, you know, through this uh, infrastructure that we've built. So, yeah, we continue to look out for, you know, other opportunities to leverage that infrastructure and support, you know, on leaders, you know, who can bring doctors together and, you know, uh, again, and I believe that results in better patient care in the end. When doctors work together, uh, good things happen. Oh, terrific. And speaking of leadership, um, you know, you're leading a really rapidly growing company, clearly, which is also, you know, expanding into different areas. Do you have a particular leadership style and anything you can share with listeners looking to learn more about, you know, being a leader of a, of a company that's growing? Uh, well, <laughs> be a continuous learner. Um, you know, uh, things like uh, admitting your mistakes, being transparent, building relationships with the team, and just communicating vision and 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 letting people do what they're good at. So uh, I think as an organization grows, leadership has to grow faster than the organization. So um, certainly I've been a student and uh, expected at any point in time I wouldn't be the right person to lead it. Uh, but so far... Um, I'm hopefully keeping up uh, to the task and certainly the team, you know, is as well. So we're having lots of fun um, with the organization. It's great to see growth and all those things, but we, we have a fun team and a group of people that wants to build things and that's their primary motivation. Terrific. And very long-term, do you see growth uh, internationally beyond even the United States, like companies, you know, Australia, UK uh, for the company? (laughs) You know, never say never. And, uh, you know, it's again, it's when you get to a certain size and scale, things come to you. So, um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised uh, at all if in a year's time we weren't uh, and, you know, beyond just Canada and the United States. So so there are opportunities and, you know, things that we're looking at that we're pretty interested in. Um, So, yeah, it's definitely a possibility. Uh, Not something I would have seen five years ago, quite honestly, but it's been an interesting ride in the last five years. Terrific. It sounds like a great Canadian success story in terms of, you know, a brand that's going even just beyond Canada while seeing success in this country as well. Yeah, it's 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 exciting and scary uh, going into the United States, but uh, <laughs> it's probably the longest contemplated expansion uh, uh, in history. Uh, you know, I laugh. Uh, we looked at our first uh, annual meeting agenda you know, uh, 13 years ago, and United States States expansion was actually on the agenda. Uh, so it's kind of funny that uh, 13 years later, uh, we finally, you know, are at that point, but uh, we sure have studied the market for a long time. Oh, terrific. And is there anything else we should talk about with our FYI doctors today? And when it's as well as his medical aesthetics expansion, that's a tongue twister for me here. <laughs> Um, well, look, I just appreciate the interest. Um, you know, I think uh, I just really enjoyed uh, the journey. I guess probably the, the best thing I do is, uh, you know, and we do as an organization is find a way for, you know, doctors to work together, uh, to be business partners and to share best practices. So, you know, I think when you get people together working in the same company, you know, sharing stories, best practices. It's, it's been really fun to be part of something like this. So yeah, the numbers are great and all that's exciting, uh, but it's just been a great journey and a, a great learning experience for me. Oh, wonderful. Well, thank you so much. This has been Alan Olsifer. He's the CEO of FYI Doctors and I'm Craig Patterson, Editor-in-Chief of Retail Insider. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Take care and bye for now.